Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Party time! Excellent! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another morning of Distorted Nation. How's it going, everybody? Pinky, how have you been? Have you recovered from death? Uh, barely. <laughs> yeah, we are sorry, folks. There was no show last week. We had a best of run. Um, yeah, Pinky was under the weather. And I was visited by the Tooth Fairy, and she was a rough little minx. Let's just say that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I was at the Tooth Fairy's, and she was messing around inside of my mouth, and she decided to uh, do some work, and it, it, it hurt. I couldn't talk. I felt like I was in The Godfather. I had the gauze in my mouth for like a couple hours afterwards, and I was just like, I won't make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> yeah, when he when I talked to him on the phone, he's like, can you understand me? Can you understand me? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, because beforehand, I had called producer Pepper, and she could not understand a single word I said. That's funny. <laughs> and I was just like, well, clean your ears then. <laughs> are, are you trying to break the studio equipment? No, here? I'm just adjusting, adjusting. A adjusting? The microphone up higher. Oh, okay. Don't start picking on me already. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. There's no bottles of water to hand out tonight. Whatever, dude. I have to say, I like your hair. It changes. Yes. It like changes every show, I think, uh, or every other show. Yeah, about that. About that. It, it's it's you got some like, you got some like silver fox going on mixed with some like purple bluish, and then you got like a little blonde roots with your pomp going on, and yep. then you got your your reddish pink yep. off to the right, and then your your green teal teal. Electric teal. So did you do that for things uh, for St. Patty's Day? I Thanks, Patty's Day. I actually just did it last night. Oh. So what did you do for your St. Patty's Day? Anything? Um, I actually, let's see here, St. Patrick's Day, I was running a whole bunch of errands, but then I ended up going up to my friends in Colfax. They were having a little gathering up there, up in the mountains, and hung out with them. I haven't seen them because they just uh, moved back like a year ago from Florida. They moved to Florida. And then I hadn't seen them for like two years, and then they moved back, and they've been back a year, and I still haven't seen them, so it was good to catch up with them. I got a phone call from Florida today. Did you? Yeah. Apparently, I'm eligible for some type of grant that I don't have to pay back. I just have to call them at their office number and, you know, give them all my information. and, and Scams. Then, and then, like, give them, you know, $500 down so that way I can receive, you know, $5,000 back. Whatever. And it's like, uh, yeah, um... I don't know. No. I don't know how people will actually fall fall for, for that. that stuff. I, I, it happens all the time, though. Apparently, because otherwise that's they like, wouldn't keep doing it. Really, you're going to give somebody a, a monetary value amount of money, 
and then you're going to receive X amount of money more back. Yeah, you shouldn't. If it's free money, you don't have to put money down, people, just so you know. (laughs) Free money means free. Yes, exactly. So... But other than that, yeah, I just went up to Colfax, and then uh, me and my daughter, me and my daughter came back, and um, we actually, she started, uh, she started actually, she introduced me to the movie The Wall. I'd never seen it. The Wall. Yeah. Another brick in the wall. Yeah, and I'd never seen it, and it was a trip. It, that's the one with Matt Damon. No, it doesn't the have Great Matt Wall. Damon. Is the that Pink the new Floyd one? movie. Oh, that one. From well, there's a, a new one now. Oh, it's Great Wall. I don't know. Whatever the new Matt Damon one about the the Great Wall of China and the like, you know, what's his name, uh, Genghis Kong or something. Attacking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is like from like 1980 or oh, 70 okay. something. Yeah. You're just now figuring that out. Yeah, I'm, I. I mean, weren't you there when it was like you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it was trippy, and she was like explaining each scene to me, and I'm like, my 15 year old is explaining this to me. That's weird, but yeah, I think I need to watch it a couple more times to like actually get it because it's all out of order, out uh, not sequential. It jumps around. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So, I don't know. It was interesting. The graphics were kind of cool. That guy freaked out though a lot. <laughs> um, no. Uh, St. Patty's Day. I didn't do anything exciting for St. Patty's Day. I don't even. No, I didn't even actually have a green beer. You didn't. This was like my first year where I was just like, eh, I don't care. I love St. Patty's Day, but this year it kind of was. I was so busy doing everything that I didn't really. I was rushed. I was always. I rushed. You were rushing? Ah. I was like, ah! It was a good day to be from Mother Russia. Da. Um, no, actually, what I did do, uh, me and some friends, we actually went and saw um, Beauty and the Beast. How was that? Actually, really good. Emma Watson is in that, right? Yes. Love her. Uh, she, eh, she was all right. I like her as Hermione Granger. <laughs> um, no, it it was uh, it was actually really good. Most of it, I guess, was per, like pretty much shot scene for scene. I guess of the animated movie. Okay. Um, which animated movie? Like the Disney one, or that's like the only one that matters. Why okay. would I mention any others? I'm just saying. I'm not talking about the filmation one. <laughs> you know. Um. No, yeah, Disney's um, Beauty and the Beast, like it was a lot of it was shot scene for scene, um, you know, pretty much the same context that you watched in the animated movie or but, you know, this 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 beast has horns. So there's a difference there. I don't there was one in the other one. No, he had horns in in the the cartoon. Yeah, I don't remember him having horns in the cartoon. Yeah, he didn't have horns in the uh, 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 what was his name? Hellboy. What's Hellboy's name? Um, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Did you ever see the Beauty and the Beast original TV show in no. like the mid nineties? Uh-uh. Ron Perlman plays the Beast who lives like down in the sewers, and he helps um, Belle, who who who's uh, I can't imagine. Like him. she's a cop. Oh, and he's like, like modern times. Her. Yeah, and he in like the nineties though. No, and he's like helping her solve cases and stuff. No, I've never seen that. Yeah. You need to look that up. Maybe maybe we can find it online and get a copy for you. He is pretty um, unattractive guy, though, so I could see him playing a beast, but <laughs> I didn't know he played oh, no, that one. I liked one. it better than the new TV show of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, like, yeah? I, I only gave it, like, one episode. Huh. But, no, um, did you know that a lot of people were actually boycotting 
Beauty and the Beast? No, I did not. Because, you know, Gaston's uh, little, you know, partner, his little Lefou buddy. LeFou or whatever. LeFou. Uh, LeFou, LeFou, whatever. They actually perceived him and made him gay in this movie. So what's that got to do with anything? Like, why are people boycotting because of that? Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's, you know, 2017 now, people. Get a life. Get over it. It happens. There's way worse things going on in the world today <laughs> that doesn't need to be. I mean, they could have made LaFoe Trump. Donald Trump could have played <laughs> him, right? <laughs> something. That then I'd understand boycotting. Okay, I, that's at least more something acceptable for it. But just because he's he's he he likes men, um, yeah, allegedly, no. alleged. No, no, they actually state that in this movie he's gay. Oh wow! And like just his mannerisms and and. How he's like dreamy over Gaston. Oh gosh! <laughs> and at the end, uh, the whole dancing scene when they're all dancing and everyone's turned back into normal, he actually, you know, starts dancing with another dude at the very, very oh, end. Oh wow! So uh, he's it's like he's like openly gay, and I'm like that didn't really change anything in the movie for me. Yeah, it, it was still a good movie. It's not like they made Belle like a dude or something like. I don't know. I don't see any. It was a reimagination like the whiz. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, you know, speaking of that, another movie that um, is actually coming out this this week. Yeah, this week uh, actually came out last night. Um, Power Rangers. My brother used to love that show so much. I'm going to go. I'm going to go see it this weekend. Like I I grew up loving the Power Rangers and. You know, I, I still do. I got made fun of in high school, but I don't care. I'm a geek, whatever. Because <laughs> um, uh, one of the main reasons I got made fun of is because for show and tell in the fourth grade, I brought a Power Ranger action figure in because I was like so excited because they came out with like the, the you bigger know, ones, like the yeah, like, you know, almost a foot tall, 12 inch yeah. action figures. Um can you guess which ranger it was that it was the I went to the store and I got it for an award for my grandfather like he owed like I did you chores did and stuff good. and so he was buying it for me but it's the only one they had and I vowed to get all of them so I just ended up buying it the white power ranger the pink one I love pink power ranger <laughs> um so I got made fun of because I brought that to school they were like why'd you bring the why'd you get the pink one you know, because I was a I was a guy, and I was like, I don't care. I was gonna get all five of them, so what does it matter which one I got first? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they and don't so, understand that as a kid. Well, apparently, in Power Rangers, uh, the new movie, there's controversy going on there that people might start boycotting this movie, um, and it's actually making a milestone in a sense because they're actually making the new Yellow Ranger, the the girl that's playing Trini is actually gay. Okay. So there's there's actually history we made because in in theory this is like the very first openly gay superhero in the big screen. Oh, okay, okay. So like there's not been I mean in the comics there's plenty of gay heroes out there. Even in uh Arrow on you know T yeah, yeah. on uh, CW on TV. Yeah. Uh there's they made Mr. Terrific gay. And, you know, it's like, whoop-dee-doo, you know? The guy that plays him does a phenomenal job with the character. Yeah. And, you know, but uh, as far as a movie-going experience, an actor, like, she's the first one that's being, you know, put out there. And people are boycotting it already? People are talking about boycotting it, yeah. Wow. 
And, I just don't and understand what's, people. What's, What's funny, well, not funny at all, really, but, you know, in the side note of that is the original Blue Ranger, Billy David Jost, is yeah. openly gay. And he was gay back then, and that's the whole reason he ended up, like, leaving the Power Rangers, supposedly, is that he was getting ridiculed by the cast and crew towards, you know, the end of his, like, his career as a ranger. Huh? Wasn't he? Th- was he the he one? He was the blue one. He with I the glasses. Yeah, but he was he the one that ended up um, uh, killing somebody. No, 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 no. There's actually it's funny two Red Rangers that have been arrested f- in blue. One. He was a Blue Ranger, I thought. No, no, the the Red Ranger from Mega Force or something like that, I think, was arrested for stabbing his roommate in the stomach like several times with a sword. This is one I'm thinking about Over on a his, boat. Oh, no, that's that I want to say is Lightspeed Rescue or something. Like, they're all different franchise of Rangers. Oh, but okay, I'm okay, pretty yeah. sure that was a Red Ranger, too. Uh-uh, okay. Yeah, I was like, whoa. My brother actually went to Comic Con, uh, Comic Con, I think, um, a few years back, and he got his picture taken with the white slash green ranger. Jason David Frank, he's always there. He's an amazing dude, and I hope to someday meet him. My brother has a picture, and it was like his idol because my brother, you know. It's my actually it's actually my brother's birthday today. So shout out to Casey. Whoop whoop, twenty nine years old. <laughs> right on. But um yeah, he, he was so excited. He's like, Finally I gotta meet my childhood hero. <laughs> and it was hella funny. Um speaking of, you know, going to jail. Oh man. Okay. So let me ask you this. Do you think there is a way in social media that you could actually be arrested for attempted murder me myself or in social media or uh, aggravated let's say aggravated assault with a deadly weapon on social media on social media like without any physical contact without any physical contact just making a no i wouldn't think so well you would be wrong i don't understand that okay so on twitter the twitters okay um there is a journalist in Dallas. Um, his name is Kurt Elkinwald. Elkinwald. Yeah, I think that's right. Elkinwald. Okay. However you say it. Okay. He is a known journalist in Dallas, and he has shared multiple stories uh through twitter and in his bylines and stories and stuff as a journalist that he has epilepsy okay so john rain rivolo 29 of salisbury maryland was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon because he sent him a tweet meme that says you deserve a seizure for your posts and the meme was a j- quick flashing like you yeah. know just like rapidly changing colors and flashing kaleidoscope design yeah and so um so it's caused him to have a seizure he had a seizure oh wow the journalist actually ended up having a seizure and then uh he john was actually arrested um and indicted um on aggravated assault with a deadly weapon because he and uh hate crime because it actually says you deserve a seizure for wow that's crazy that i mean somebody that he probably never even met that he would want to 
just because of things that he posts. Everybody has right to opinion, people. Yes, you know, <laughs> like right here in the Sorted Nation, we have a right to, you know, have our own opinions and state our own peace of mind on things. Just because it doesn't match everybody else's or whatnot doesn't mean that you could try to kill us. Come on now, people. I mean, seriously, how you're so upset because he, you know, uh, let's say hypothetically agreed with Trump or or agreed with Obama or whoever in a political aspect or said that he likes the color blue when you like the color red, you want to cause him to have a seizure and possibly die. That's horrible. Absolutely That's just horrible. like outrageous. Yeah. That, <laughs> man, people are just out of control. So I just don't get it. What they're basically doing is uh, comparing it to um, to uh, the online attack as if it was like sending somebody a bomb or anthrax through the mail. Like a terrorist threat. Yeah. Well, even no, it's not even just a threat because it actually could Caused do him. physical harm to yeah. him. It could kill him, you know. Yeah. You're, you're, regardless if it was a tweet instead of an actual snail mail, you know, when they open it up and it starts going off, you know, it can trigger it. And he, by him saying that he had epilepsy or whatnot on whatever his social media is that he said that, that gave the guy. Or past news stories that he's yeah, talked about. That gave the guy ample. Oh, I'm going to try and give him a seizure. That cool. Yeah. Then, yeah, he should have been charged with whatever he gets on that one. That's messed up yeah so be careful on uh you know what you send to people and and how you know you might perceive it as oh they might just have a seizure and faint or something but you know you don't think they you can actually kill a person yeah that's not cool so anyways well um i have a story here it says zoo sues studio for traumatizing raccoon used in <laughs> ad wow okay We'll have so, to get back to that one in a minute. Well, okay, real quick. Do you, do you want to, you got like 30 seconds. Can you can you do the do it? It says, uh, Russian Zoo says it's suing an advertising studio for overstimulating a raccoon it loaned out for a run-of-the-mill television commercial that instead ended up featuring a surprise topless model because the raccoon stole the bra and was like nibbling on it. And yeah, it was bad. Okay, so... They overstimulated, <laughs> quotations, the raccoon. The raccoon. Okay. I don't think a raccoon understands the female anatomy in the aspect of a human to actually be aroused or or make him, like, quiver and freak out like he's, you know, a little kid or something. <laughs> you know, people will just sue for anything. Yeah, and it says that the... um. The zoo officials say they believe treats were hidden on the topless model to keep Thomas interested. Voila, breast obsession. So wow. I don't know. All right. So on that note, sue. we're going to go on a new track right now. We're going to play some Hell or High Water with I Want It All right here on Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM. KUBU. Where you can be you. The voice of Sacramento. All right. We are back from out of town. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. All right, what else do you got over there, Pinky? Okay, um, it looks like San Diego is debuting mouth swabs to help detect drivers with pot in their system. Um, but authorities haven't defined what level of drugs is over the line. A major concern police have about state laws legalizing marijuana is how to detect when motorists may be driving under the influence of pot or other drugs. Now San Diego... 
police are joining a growing number of cities relying on mouth swabs for chemical tests to help detect drivers who are on drugs. See here, it says San Diego um, CBS reported it's the second city in the state after Los Angeles to use the new detection method. Um, the machines test for the presence of marijuana and six other drugs cocaine, methamphetamine, amphetamine, methadone, opiates, and benzos. Um, but they haven't decided what it, it says the amount of the drug or level. See, that's what my question of intoxication, is. however, is not determined in the test. So, I mean. That's that's where my question is on that. I mean, I'm all for it because it's like everyone's like, oh, pot's legal now. I can toke and drive. And it's like, no, it's the same thing as drinking and driving now. Um, yeah, exactly. And it's, but at the same time there, drinking and driving, you know, it's .08. That's your limit. Yes. Then you get a DUI. Yeah, which is what, Or two wet beers? reckless or whatever. Was it one, two beers or something like that? Um, Is it I think so. two beers? I think so. I don't so. know. I... I but it says uh, law enforcement officials believe the number of impaired drivers are bound to increase with California's legalization of marijuana. A study by the state's Office of Traffic Safety found that 38% of drivers killed in car crashes in California in 2014 tested positive for drugs, legal or illegal. That was up 6% from the previous year. And then it says San Diego began using the Drager 5000 test after officials met with authorities in Colorado, which legalized marijuana for recreational use in 2014. Um, it's the goal of any of these initiatives is to save people's lives. Um, and if we have further tools to be able to do that, I think it's very important. And then it also says um, swabs with portable testing kits are also being used in New York, Arizona, and Nevada, among several other states. I was wondering what they were going to start doing about that because of the fact that it is legal, just like alcohol is legal. Like, if it was going to be... If you have a medical prescription, like they're gonna have to come up with some stipulations of how they're gonna. Yeah, just because you have a you know medical prescription or the fact that it's legal, you know they, I don't know if there's a way they can, with the swab, find out a level of how much is in your system from that. Maybe I'm not sure. And and be like, okay, well that's too much in your system, you know. DUI. Yeah, exactly. But then again, like, would they be able to find some loophole in the court system that would be able to get them off of that? See, like, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of, um, they're going to have to think this one through. <laughs> yeah, really. it's, I don't know, it's, like I said, it's a tricky, you know, this is why a lot of people didn't want it to pass because there's, it's going to be harder to enforce, you know, as to how much, you know, one partakes in the partay, you know, before they go driving. Exactly, exactly. Uber, Lyft. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, people. well, there's plenty of, you know, drunk drivers out there that don't Uber or Lyft when they should. Yeah, I know. And it's just like, you know, it's, a, it's the same thing. Oh, and it also says on here, for pot, the machine, which would be the Drager 5000, only test for the presence of the active THC compound that causes a high. A driver can refuse the test, but then an officer can order a blood test. A and the swabs, I mean, I don't know. It's it's going to be a complicated issue. That's definitely... Yeah, we still got to tinker with it and figure it out. Yep. But work I'm glad that out. they at least they have something out there where they're like trying to you know, show that, hey, this is what's going to happen. This is how we're starting to put it in effect. This is, you know, what we plan on and how to do it. 
Yeah, because it says a swab test might still detect the presence of the active THC compound even days after smoking. So you might not even be under the influence at that time. Yeah, because that's the thing. A THC stays in your system for a long time, especially the more you use it. It yeah. stays longer. Exactly. So, so, I don't know. All right. Well, here we got to jump into the you know part of the show where it's kind of sad and it hurts a little bit. Stings mm. hits at home. Man. When we got to say goodbye to those who have influenced our lives or have been there since we were kids. You were good, kid. Real good. Remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Follow your heart, kid. You never go wrong. Right up! This week is kind of an extra long list because we were off last week, so there's a couple people that overlap from, well, I guess pretty much there's only one that overlaps from last week. <laughs> uh, one big one, though, but we'll get to him last. Um, all right. Dallas Green died on March 22nd at the age of 82. He was the former MLB manager who led the Phillies to the World Series in 1980. Okay. Uh, Jerry Krause died March 21st at the age of 77. Former general manager of the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls. The Bulls. Um, during Jordan's heyday in the championship years, you know, in yeah. the 90s and stuff, you know. Um, let's see. Here. here we go. Chuck Barris Chuck died. Barris. He passed away at, um, on March 21st at the age of 87. Uh, and he was the TV host known for creating the TV show The Newlywed Game. I used to love that show <laughs> and the gong show that's a good one too um so he passed away and david rockefeller okay i know that and i know they have rockefeller square but i never knew what he really did uh d well you know the patriarch rockefellers you know the really rich family uh he died march 20th at the age this one is a huge huge long life for this guy you know, maybe money bought him enough happiness to last this long. He died at the age of 101. That's crazy. Uh, he's the billionaire philanthropist, uh, former chairman and chief executive of the Chase Manhattan Bank. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, big bucket of win there. Yeah. Um, now, uh, here's the one that carries over from last week uh, when we should have been on air. Uh <laughs> Chuck Berry. That's sad. The legendary man, Chuck Berry, passed away on March 18th at the age of 90. Well, that's a long, that's a long life. Um, now, he has had a huge career in the music industry since the 50s. Yes. I think he's at least featured on, if not has, 40 albums himself. Oh, wow. I know, he, I know at least he might be featured on including his own released records. Uh, I believe there's 80 or 40 albums out there that have Chuck Berry in there. Um, he's, you know, rock and roll music, uh, My Dingaling, <laughs> um, Let It Rock, and Johnny Be Good. That was, cl I love that. I love that song. You know, famously known for, um, what was it, Back to the Back Future? Back to the Future. But I actually knew it before then because we did it in school in like third grade or something. We sang it. And then Roll Over Beethoven. 
Oh, yeah. Forgot about that one. And there's like numerous, numerous uh, hits that he's had. But we got to say goodbye to those men. and Rest in peace. Rest in peace. And uh, you've touched our lives. And uh, Condolences to all the families. But, all right. Now, I got to jump into a live... Well, not live, but filmed before a live studio audience <laughs> broadcast of an interview I did with Brian from the Sounds for Safety 2017. We're going to jump into that real quick. We're going to play that right here. And uh, when we get when we get done with that, we're going to jump into Papa Roach help and then we'll be back. Hey everybody, how's it going? This is C Core with Distorted Nation, and we are hanging out at the Naked Lounge in downtown Sacramento. And I'm hanging out with Zealous from the Sounds for Safety 2017. How's it going today, sir? Pretty good. Yourself, Corey? Doing pretty good. All right. So tell me about yourself. Uh, my name is Zealous. I'm a hip hop and poetry performer. I've lived in Sacramento for three years, and I run a company called Speak Loud Productions. All right. Now, how did you get involved with the Sounds for Safety and what exactly is Sounds for Safety? Sounds for Safety is a benefit concert for those who identify as women who have been commercially sexually exploited in the Sacramento area through a nonprofit organization called CASH, which stands for Community Against Sexual Harm. Right on. And so basically you guys are putting on this event to raise awareness, raise funds, or like exactly what is the event aiming towards? Absolutely. It's a fundraising benefit concert that we throw annually, and we're trying to raise $5,000 this year for Community Against Sexual Harm, who does some amazing work in our community. They have free services for people who have been commercially sexually exploited, they have AIDS testing, free condoms, free clothes, beds, showers, career counseling, peer mentoring, job placement services, art workshops, and a range of other services that they provide for people for free who have been commercially sexually exploited. That's, that's a really great cause. So basically anyone who has recently just gotten taken out of a situation where they were being forced into you know, sex trafficking and, and other, you know, lifestyles that they w wasn't their choice, they can come to cash and get the help they need to get their life back on track, to get the counseling they need, to, to get medical testing to make sure that they're okay, and basically find a job and get their life on track, right? That's exactly right. Um, cash does some amazing work, and they really have kind of an optional program. So if a woman wants to just go in there, take a shower, get some free clothes and some condoms and leave, she can do that. If she wants to stay and continue to get some free art art workshops or services or get some career counseling or some peer mentoring from somebody who is an exited sex worker themselves, she can also receive those services. That's that's a really great, great foundation right there. Um, so tell us about the event. What, what do you have going on for the Sounds of Safety? So for, for sound, for safety, sorry. no problem. So for Sounds for Safety 2017, we have four primary musical acts lined up this year. Some amazingly talented local performers, and um, I'm featuring a female lead lineup this year. We also have eight different poets lined up, um, most of which are females, and we've got two female 
live painters, which will be featured on one large canvas, which will be auctioned off for the cause at the end of the night. Last year, we raised 1500 which went into an emergency fund for Community Against Sexual Harm, which then actually was used to send three different women home to their families after they had acquired job resources, job placement, career counseling, health services, and other services. So our money last year was very well spent, and the organization came to me and told me exactly where it went. That's that's really cool because I, I read somewhere online that you were posting, or I think it was maybe just in a conversation we were having, that the fact that they reached out to you and actually told you where the money went, you know, it's more of a safety security to you and everyone who's going to take part in this event that they find out, yes, this was actually spent on what it was meant for. Exactly. Um, oftentimes, organizations can take the money and run, and uh, this is the exact opposite of what cash does. They're very upfront with everything, um, and they do amazing work, and I couldn't have picked a better organization. Uh, these people are absolute saints. So can you, like, elaborate on any of the artists that are performing? Do you have any of their names? So this year we're featuring a fantastic female lead lineup. Jenny Davidson is our host, uh, one of my favorite hosts in town. She's incredible. And as far as the music goes, our first uh, performance is going to be the lovely Asia Monet, who's also um, a server at Luna's Cafe. Um, she's an incredible opera singer. She plays bass guitar. She has a live band. And if you haven't seen her perform, you're in for a real treat. After Asia Monet, we have Sochi, which Sochi PH. She's a local performer, singer, songwriter. She has a live band and... She sings like a dream. Come check out her music. It's going to be a stellar performance. After Sochi, we have Maria, who's the outreach coordinator for Cash, saying a few words about what Cash does in the community and who they are and why they're a great organization. After Maria comes on, we're going to be having the lovely Jay Ross Pirelli, who's an incredible diva, great singer. She's a rapper. She's a singer-songwriter. She's incredible. She's got DJ Lady Char, who's going to be spinning records with her. And um, I'm really looking forward to that set. If you haven't seen Jay Ross Pirelli, you're in for a real treat. After J. Ross goes on, we've got a couple more poets with our live house band who's going to be backing up the poets. And the next musical act after J. Ross Pirelli is going to be Smokey the Groove. Smokey the Groove is a seven-piece funk band with a full horn section, so please bring your dancing shoes. Sounds like it's going to be a poppin' night. It's going to be great. We've also got two of Sacramento's most talented live painters on one gigantic canvas, and we're going to auction off that canvas for one week online after the show, and that money is going to go directly towards our fundraising efforts. So where can people find out Sounds for Safety? Where can people find out cash? Like, what are the links? Like, you know, your Twitters, Instagrams, Facebooks. Like, do you have the faculties that you can give us? www.cashsac.org is the link for Cash's website. Their mission statement and a lot of what they do is on their webpage. Um, I will say that their focus is on their work in the community and um, 
not so much on their web page. Okay, right on. So uh, where can people find out the information from the event, Sounds for Safety? Yeah, the best place to go would be the Facebook event page. So search events on Facebook and just type in Sounds for Safety 2017. A picture will pop up with the event. All the details are on the page. The lineup will be released immediately. And we... Um, and yeah, I think the Facebook page is probably the best place to go uh, to get more details and kind of see about how this is developing and um, to find out all the information that you can possibly get. Um, now, if people can't uh, attend the event itself, is there a, like, through cash itself that you can just go and donate, like, or can you, like, is there, like, a GoFundMe page or crowdsourcing anywhere? Absolutely. So... Cash is always available to take direct donations. Um, you just need to make uh, your check out to cash and send it to them. Um, that's always a possibility. And cash will be available the night of with a booth. And they'll be taking direct donations from anyone who wants to give them cash, cut a check, however you'd like to do it. Cash for cash. Cash for <laughs> cash. They... Um, they will be there the night of, and um, as I said, they're going to have their outreach coordinator speaking the night of, and if you have any questions or concerns, they are fantastic women, and they love talking about what they do in the community, so um, they will be there. We do have a GoFundMe page that is up, and uh, the link for that is also available through the Facebook events page. Uh, the first 10 people to make donations of $10 or more to the GoFundMe page get a free VIP pass to the event, which lets you hang out with the musicians and artists, and you also get a signed color flyer by all of the performing artists that night, some of which might become famous someday. Hey, that's one thing right here at Disorder Nation we love to promote are unsigned local artists because you never know who's going to be the next Metallica. Exactly, and it, everyone it, starts off local. It, they do, and uh, and in my opinion, some of them are stars already. That's why here at Disorder Nation, we like to promote local bands, and uh, our tagline is taking local to a national level because we play local artists alongside with you know the big sign bands. So absolutely, but fantastic. Is there anything else you'd like to add to? Um Let's see. Um, no, you know, I I. Uh I just wanted to give a big shout out to a couple people. Um, my dream team of volunteers who has been just with me this entire time. Um, Roberto Esperanza, my, one of my lead organizers. Um, Sage Robbins, uh, she is my social media person. Uh, Hazel Ashtari, who is my marketing specialist. Um, I got And Yes, also known as David Lorette de Mola, and he is our stagehand. Um, Marilyn from Marilyn's Naughty Girl, excuse me, from Naughty Girl's Bail Bonds will be our private security specialist. Um, I also have... So don't act out, because it's going to be private security. Exactly. But here's the thing, though. If, if you do act out and get arrested, you can call the same person that got you in trouble in the first place. <laughs> now that is funny. Um, trying to think uh, any other, you know, my team of volunteers is big, and I, I'm sure 
I've I've got Allison Hertz. Uh, she'll be doing most of our finances. She's kind of our treasurer. Um, and let's see. I know I'm forgetting some people, but the team has been awesome. The support has in the community uh, has been great. And uh, I just wanted to say thank everyone for uh, your interest in the event. And I really hope to see you guys all at the show. Please help spread the word by telling your friends, sharing the event page, and possibly donating to the GoFundMe if you have an extra 5 or 10 to drop on the cause. And can people, is there a way people can actually contact you in case they want to help out or get involved or just have a question or something? Are you open for pe people to contact you? And the best way that you can go get more information or become involved directly if you'd like to contact me is to PM me on my Facebook at Brian Herndon, that's B-R-Y-A-N-H-E-R-N-D-O-N, or you can PM Robert Esperanza, who is also my other lead organizer, and all of the contacts are on the Facebook event page. For those of you who don't know, PM means private message people. <laughs> exactly. I just learned that, like, you and yesterday. You youngsters in your Twitter language. So, all right, so is that everything? You covered all the bases? Yeah, I think we've got it covered. Um, you know, there's uh, always one or two details that are subject to change, but that is, uh, that's what we're looking at. The, the community support has been tremendous. Last year we had a great event. We got a, a, a shorter show, a greater team, a more focused okay. lineup, and this year is going to be incredible. Here's one piece of information we got to mention. Where is it at and when is it? The show will be held at Harlow's Restaurant and Nightclub on Wednesday, April 26th. Doors are at 7 o'clock. Music starts at 7.30. Show ends at midnight. It's $15 cover, and it's a 21-plus show. All right. Well, thank you for your time, sir, and uh, really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to sit down with us and help promote this event. Thank you for your time, Corey, and I appreciate you helping me spread the word about this. Um, Definitely. Anything that's going on in Sacramento, we like to help promote the community and promote all events here in Sacramento. Fantastic. Hey, long live grassroots organizing. And now, Papa Roach with help. Right here on Distorted Nation, 96.5 FM, KUBU, where you can be you, the voice of Sacramento. I think I need help. All right, folks, so we have another new Distorted Discovery this week. We are going to be playing a new track called Break the Spell by Larissa Vienna and The Strange. Now, Larissa Vienna has been a solo artist since 2008, but she joined up with The Strange in 2015, and they are from Denver, Colorado. And this song, Break the Spell, is off their EP called Make the Pain. Now, if you like them, make sure to check them out at larissaviennamusic.com, facebook.com backslash larissaviennamusic, Instagram at larissaviennastrange, and SoundCloud at Larissa-Vienna. And now we're going to play for you the track called Break the Spell. And once again, they are Larissa Vienna and The Strange. Coming at you from Denver, Colorado, right here on Distorted Nation.
right. And that was Larissa Vinay and The Strange. Nice. Very nice. So, all right. So, I want to say thank you again to Brian, um, Mr. Zealous, for the interview for the Sounds for Safety. We look forward to the event. We will be out there. Um, April trying 26th, to help the cause. Right? April twenty sixth okay. uh, at Harlow's. Harlow's. So, looking forward to that, and we're going to be uh, mentioning it, you know, later on as the shows progress as we get closer to the date. Um, now, before that, we were doing our goodbyes, like you know, the people that uh, you know passed. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you noticed or heard about this, but. There was uh, not necessarily people, but things from our past. Nouns. That <sighs> have left. The thimble, the wheelbarrow, are going bye-bye. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, and the boot. I know and what you're boot. talking about. What's that Monopoly. Monopoly. Monopoly is changing their board game. What? They're deciding to throw a wrench into the cogs and mess everything up for people. Of course, of course. That, that was bound to happen. I mean, you know, y- you got a thimble. I mean, that's what the girl's going to be, right? Shut your <laughs> face right now. Uh, and then the boot, you know. Like What's that all the boot? That's like the worker. That's from Canadian. Canadians. Yeah. Uh, and then the wheelbarrow is the worker, I guess. But those pieces are no longer going to be... Uh, featured in Monopoly go- board games. Uh, it's going to be released later this fall, the, all the new prints of Monopoly board games. So huh. I'm actually going to go out and buy like two boxes. Of the old ones, huh? Of the old ones, br- like brand new, leave them wrapped, shrink wrapped and everything. So they'll be worth a lot of money. Well, hopefully by the time I'm 60 or something, I might be able to cash in on it or 70 well, if I'm uh, alive by, by then. Are they leaving the top hat? Yes, the top hat will stay. Okay. Um, the pieces that are going to be joining... All right, get this. A rubber ducky. What? Not like an actual rubber ducky, but a golden little rubber ducky. Okay. A penguin. I hate birds. <laughs> well, you're getting two of them there, so you're 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 kind of messed up there. I mean, I'm not scared of ducks, but I'm scared of like birds in general. It's a rubber ducky. It's like the little toy yellow rubber ducky, but it's like the little metal piece. Okay. And a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> so yes i don't know why That's random yes i guess people were able to vote on this so you can still be the scottish dog okay you can be the top hat you can be the car you can be the battleship you can be the cat i never knew there was a cat um you can be the t-rex the rubber ducky and the penguin wow those are random yes but here Get this. So you want to know what the other pieces that were possibly going to join were? What? Okay. So they had the thumbs up, like a hand with a thumb up, aviator glasses. I thought that was something else at first. The hashtag symbol. (laughs) How would that even stand up? (laughs) A kissy face emoji. Oh, my goodness. Yes. They actually almost made emojis into... Monopoly pieces. Wow. The tortoise. I like the turtle. See, the tortoise I could be fine with because I'd paint his face like orange and then say he's Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Uh, a winky face emo- emoji. Oh, my gosh. Sliced bread emoji. Uh. 
What's wrong with these people? Who votes on this crap? <laughs> uh, the sliced bread reminds me of the movie Dirty Deeds. If anyone has seen that movie, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, an old school, early 90s, 80s cell phone. You know, like the big oh, brick the big cell ones? phone. <laughs> like, that would have been cool. Yeah. The hair. You can be a bunny. I'd be okay with a bunny. A crying face emoji. I hate emojis now. You could have been a fish, a koi fish. Ew. You could have been a computer, a desktop. Wow. Because that's, you know, old school, right? Yeah. I had a word processor. Now, my favorite, my favorite, number one, this one should have been, I would have loved to have been this Monopoly piece. Zakok. Oh, my goodness. I hate birds. I hate birds. You could have been a rooster. You could have been. Could have been. You should Could have been, been. should have been, would have been, whatever. So, did you hear about Bless the Fall? Another band robbed? Another band. This one hurts. Robbed while they were on tour. Because I love Bless the Fall. It says, um, Elliot uh, Gruenberg from the band um, posted online, you know what makes being in a band the hardest when some piece of expletive (laughs) (laughs) breaks into your lock trailer and steals all your stuff keep coming to shows and maybe buy our next record not asking for handouts because some loser with a crappy life decides to mess with ours this is the third time i've had all my stuff stolen in this band and never once have i asked for sympathy handouts um and it says you can find uh Bless the Fall, currently on the March of Madness tour with Memphis, Mayfire, The Color Morale, Siler, and Bad Seed Rising. Bad Seed Rising's on that tour? Uh-huh. Those Those kids are awesome. They're, yeah. They're a young group. But, um, no, this is, this is what, the fifth? The fourth or fifth one. Fifth, fifth band. This is the fifth one. Yeah. That, you know, is just like, you know, how many times? It's from everywhere too. It's not like it's from no, the same. No, it's around the world. Yeah, the one not, was in Italy. Yeah, it's not like it's from the same like area. Well, like don't go to Oakland or whatever. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like stay everywhere. out of Stockton. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, it, it's just sad because you know, like we've talked about, uh, these performers don't make. I mean, yeah, they're signed to a label and everything, but they're not making like huge record deals like you know the yeah. industry was back in the day. Exactly. They're not making Metallica money. Yeah, you know exactly. they can't just be like, oh, oh, it was stolen. Well, I'm just gonna walk into the car center and buy a whole brand new rig. It would be it would be like a, a construction worker getting all his tools stolen or something like yeah. that. It's oh, there. Oh, there goes my you know my cabinet was stolen, my head was stolen, my guitar was stolen. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go to Skip's Music and, you know, go in and buy a whole new rig. And it's their, it's their it. livelihood. And, and it's what makes their living, and people are just going, and I don't know. I hate I hate that. I mean, I know that, I guess there are some bands out there that do ca- get insurance on the trailer and everything, so they take photos or videos of everything they have, and then they can get a claim, but you know how long that would take? Yeah, if you're on tour, you need it right now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, c- uh, hey, State Farm, can you just, you know, have that air dropped over to uh, Milwaukee for me, please? <laughs> like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, boom, oh, here's a new guitar. Thank you. No, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, it doesn't And it's like these guys are on the road, you know. Out of their element because they're, they're somewhere f- that they're not from. 
Well, even then, it's like if they're doing it enough, you know, they, maybe they have been there a lot. But it's the fact that they're out there to perform and put on a show and play music that people love. And it's just sickening that, you know, especially if you find out that it's somebody that because, you know, it is it's somebody that knows the band because they want to get the gear and either sell it because it's somebody's, you know, oh, this was Bless the Falls gear and yeah. they sold it. Or, you know, they're just like, Stalkers. oh, I can get like 50 bucks and, you know, go get some smack. Yeah, something like that. And uh, it's just, it's pathetic and sad. Yes, exactly. I agree. I agree. So, all right, let's talk about the charts real quick. Okay. Let's let's shift gears. So, in uh, since we missed last week, has there been any, uh, more movement? <laughs> uh, there's been some movement, yes. Um, I mean, the top five are still pretty much the same. Uh, but there's been a short movement, but there's some moving into the top five area uh let's see the rivalists uh debuting at number 50 with uh wish i knew you and then the only other debuting track is godsmack with come together okay is that a remake from the beatles (laughs) um and then yeah so those are the only two debuts uh number 10 this week dropping from number nine to number 10 is pop evil if only for now uh here you go number seven last week dropped to number eight green day still breathing so they're on their way out out holler uh number seven this week uh falling from number six with star set monster um number six moving up from number eight to number six we have papa roach with help okay so papa roach hopefully will be in the top five in the next you know couple weeks here yeah you know, Sacramento's own Papa Roach. Papa Roach. All right. Then we have, staying at number five this week, we have Beartooth with Hated. Okay. Um, moving from number three down to number four, here's the slight movement in the charts this week. We have Pretty Reckless with OMG. Oh, my God. Oh, Becky. my God. Becky, look at her butt. Unless she says no, then don't. <laughs> Respect. You got to respect her. Yep. No means no. No. Uh, then moving up from number f- uh, four to number three, we have Corn with Take Me. Okay. Um, make sure she says it's okay, too. Yes. Or him. You know, whatever. Potential only. <laughs> uh, then number two spot is staying number two this week with Breaking Benjamin Never Again. Okay. Uh, then number one has been number one for the last month now. Shine down with how, how did, did you, you love? love? How <laughs> did you love is actually you know it's shine down. They're one of those, you know, just like Nickelback and you know some of those heavy hitters. You know, once they get in that top five number they one stay. spot, they stay for at least a month or two. They dig their heels in. You know, wait, so wait, but I didn't hear any Metallica in the top ten. No, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so we're going to play your top five right here on Distorted Nation, uh, 96.5 FM. K-U-B-U. Where you can be you. The voice of Sacramento. And here's Down with How Did You Love. All right, it's time for the... Oh my god. <laughs> you 
like started to yawn. I was gonna, I was gonna keep going, but you started like laugh slash yawn. It looked like, and I was like, <laughs> "You're horrible." What? I love doing that. Sorry, I, I just. I know, know you do. You love it. That's like one of my favorite parts of the show. Cause you're a creep. <laughs> Ouch. Mm. <laughs> the third one on here, we're gonna read in just a second. You just got your <laughs> stickers for it. <laughs> so, all right. Do you do you, do you want to start it off, kick it off? Well, you only want me to because you like when I read the third one down. But yeah, I will. <laughs> All right, go. March twenty eighth, we have the Orwells at the Ace of Spades. Also, we have Nashville Pussy and Zeke at Goldfields. March twenty ninth, we have STRFKR at the Ace of Spades. March thirtieth, we have Low Cash at the Ace of Spades. Um, also, March thirtieth is Eric Church at Golden One Center. And Mickey Avalon at Goldfields. Um, March 31st, we have Pink Floyd Laser Spectacular Show at the Ace of Spades. Um, also, Alex Vincent EP release show at the Powerhouse. And then um, Bipolar, Chernobog, Solonom at the Starlight Lounge. Then hey, you said Chernobog right. I finally, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then April 3rd, we have Bring Me the Horizon, Beartooth, and Under Oath on April 3rd and 4th. Um, and that's at the Warfield in San Francisco. But April 3rd, I believe, is sold out, right? I do believe so. And then um, April 4th, Michael Graves, The Moans, Strange Party at the Blue Lamp. Uh, April 9th, May Day Parade at the Ace of Spades. April 12th, Sages at the Powerhouse. April 18th, Mastodon and the Eagles of Death Metal at the Warfield. All right. Now, from my understanding, uh, what happened to what happened this week uh, is right now we'd be talking about April 20th through the 22nd. We'd have... Fire on the Water with Arden Park Roots, Irrefuse, Mystic Roots, Riot Maker, One Lake Chuck, and more. Now, due to the venue uh, at name in question, uh, apparently they weren't up to code with their alcohol rights or, or licensings or something or... or uh, like permits. permits on everything that they provide for as a venue. Apparently, yes. they weren't really up to par with doing what they normally do. So uh, the fire on the water at the moment, sadly, has been canceled now because um, all the money they put into the promotions, the flyers, the stickers, uh, shirts, everything, uh, the their insurance for the events. Yeah, you know it, it's hard to change a venue when the insurance is already made out for that specific spot. Exactly. You know they took all the precautions for everything, and so at this moment, um, fire on the water is canceled. Now I'm hoping that we can, um, get something going with some of the bands that we're playing and figure something out like later on in time yeah those guys can figure out like a show or something to you know maybe recoup some of the costs that they put into put all into that stuff yeah um now also april 22nd we have the food truck cinema at the wood creek golf course now we distorted nation shall be there yes we shall um falafels. and what falafels <laughs> you want a falafel from the food trucks i don't know <laughs> uh, now, the Food Truck Cinema is going to kick it off with Thunder Cover, yes. uh, followed by the movie Pitch Perfect on the big screen. Uh, and there you'll be surrounded and eating all the good, scrumdiddly, umptious grindage. Grindage. Uh, from the Food Trucks. Um, 
Also, April 22nd, we have Jimmy Eat World in Beach Slang at the Ace of Spades. Now, April 26th, like we just found out earlier in the show, is the Sounds for Safety Benefit Show for Cash. Yay. Which stands for Community Against Sexual Harm. Yes, that's a very good cause. So, um, that's April 26th. Oh, jumping real quick back, another one. I just got a quick update here. Someone's... Just, just this breaking news just in Yay. April twenty second. Also going to be live comedy, homegrown comedy presents uh, live comedy at Alley Cats April twenty second with Joey C, Zach Edlow, oh nice friends of the show, and Chad Beals. I believe it's for Chad Beals' birthday. B Day Bash, cool. And uh, Sam Bruno is going to be there. Laurel Martin, Fat Joe. And music by Josh Ward, and it looks like there's going to be more stuff added to that event later. Uh, let's see here. May 2nd, we have Lionel Richie and Mariah Carey at the Golden One Center. May 4th, we have the Chain Smokers at the Golden One Center. Also May 4th, may the 4th be with you. We have Conceived in Chaos. Love those guys. And Dirty Rotten Imbeciles at the Ace of Spades. May 6th through the 7th. Here's a big one that Distortionation shall be out at. First festival at the Riverwalk in Sacramento, California with Oleander, Arden Park Roots, Some Fear None, The Moans, Drop Dead Red, On Off, and so many more. May 28th, we have Lady Antebellum at the Toyota Amphitheater. June 1st, we have Bush and the Kickback at the Warfield. June 10th, we have Kenny Loggins Yay. and Michael McDonald at Thunder Valley. I love me some Kenny Loggins, I, I won't lie. Welcome to Pooh Corner. <laughs> June 16th, we have Brad Paisley at Toyota Amphitheater. June 16th, Alice Cooper and Skid Row at Thunder Valley, which I totally want to go to. Um, and then it, we have July 18th, Bruno Mars at the Golden One Center. July 22nd is Tesla at Thunder Valley. July 28th is Tim McGraw, Faith Hill at Golden One Center. August 2nd, Neil Diamond at Golden One Center. August 11th, Huey Lewis in the News at Thunder Valley. And then August 15th, we have Lady Gaga at Golden One Center. September 1st, we have Chicago at Thunder Valley. Um, September 1st is Foreigner and Cheap Trick at the Toyota Amphitheater. September 6th is Nickelback and Daughtry at the Toyota Amphitheater. And September 15th is The Muse and 30 Seconds to Mars at Mountain View, uh, San Jose. Mountain View? Um, Mountain View in San Jose, yes. Okay. And that's what we have. And that has been your Hellraiser Marquee. Now we're going to jump into some more tunes. More tunes, dude. Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> yeah, some early Saturday morning cartoons. Those lovely tunes as you're driving around, coming home from... Your venue down at the Starlight Lounge or Harlow's or Momo's Ace or Ace of Spades or Old Ironsides. Or Goldfields in your Uber or your Lyft. Or your Blue Lamps. Yes, very much. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We are Distorted Nation. We'll be right back. Okay, like I promised, we are right back. We right didn't move. Back. We didn't move. Like, like that song played and we stood well, sat in form. We didn't move, didn't blink, just waited for the song to be over, and then we just like, boom, we're back on. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Time was standing still. 
That's all I gotta say about that. Is it because you were using the Force, you and your Star Wars? Yes. Long sleeve shirt. Yes, Vader. Vader. Dark side. Vader. Word. <laughs> all right. Speaking of all the dates that we just ran off, um, there's another date. Everything is happening April 22nd. If it's something that's like important and awesome, it's April 22nd this year. Wow. That's insane. April 22nd is the 10 years in celebration of indie record stores. April 22nd is record store day. Yay. Now, much like Comic Book Day, Free Comic Book Day, um, th- it's a day celebrating Record Store Day. It's about a month away uh, with this year's festivities slated for April 22nd. Every April, the event celebrates independent record stores with exclusive releases available in those stores alone. Huh. Uh, along with limited and regional releases. Uh, releases uh there are releases in every genre available record store day uh with the complete list available all right nice so record store day releases are going to be against me with uh stabitha christie uh allison chains get born avenge sevenfold waken the fallen bullet for my valentine don't need you uh, the Dillinger Escape Plan, uh, instrumentalist, uh, Greg Graffin, Greg Graffin, G R A F F I N Graffin. Yeah, I think so. Griffin, Graffin, uh, Cold as Clay, Jimi Hendrix, Live at Georgia's Club, 20, 1965 and nineteen sixty six. Jane's Addiction, uh, Ben Caught Stealing, Motorhead, Clean Your Clock, Offspring, The Offspring. Um, That's a great album. Jimmy Page and the Black Crows live at Jan's Beach, or John jo- Jones Beach. Sorry, can't read. Uh, the Runaways are releasing. Ah. Runaways are releasing their tr- record. The Runaways. Yeah, the Runaways. Cherokee and Gold Star Sessions. I love the Runaways. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Go Robot. The Sex Pistols, Anarchy in the UK, Sublime with Rome, uh, The Sword. Let's see here. Darkest Hour, uh, seven. Today is the day. Uh, White Zombie record, uh, Gods on Voodoo Moon. Okay. Coheed and Cambria, Good Apollo. Def Leppard, Def Leppard EP. Nice. Uh, Hailstorm, Reanimate. Pearl Jam, State of Love and Trust. And Rush, um, <laughs> Sing Us? And Sublime, Bad Fish. So those are the records that are going to be actually re-released or uh, can only find at certain record stores. Now, there are a few mom-and-pop record stores still out there in Sacramento. Okay. Um, What would you consider mom-and-pop? Like not Dimple Records. Not Dimple (laughs) Records. (laughs) Um, But other than that, you know, Dimple Records... Make sure to look out for Record Store Day. Seven convenient locations. Across Sacramento. <laughs> I still haven't been into the new one yet, or where they moved it to with the new location. Oh, yet. the Roseville one? Yeah. It's really nice. I'm going to go in there soon. So, yeah, that's 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 pretty much it for the show. I mean, I don't... Anything you want to touch on? Um, 
Anything you doing this weekend? Be safe this Friday evening on your way, Saturday morning, going home. And, um, yeah, I don't think I have too much going on this week. No, not at all. Not at all. I don't. All right, next weekend, you know what we're doing? We're starting the Bag of Life. Yes, yes, yes. The Bag of Life Collection Drive. That's going to be awesome. Uh, we have Diamond Billiards and Rancho, Jamba Juice off of 65th, Vegas Underground in Old Town, Downtown, uh, T2 in the Arden area, Nightclub and Lounge, The Wrangler, Elk Grove, and Pistol Pete's in Auburn are the locations helping us out with that. And the Bag of Life is a bag purse tote bag filled with feminine hygiene products for the women of the Mary House at Loaves and Fishes. Yes, very, and it's very good cause. Um, so I'm gonna go home as we speak and, and go through all your purses. Go through all. Hey, my ladies, stuff. it's a great way to convince your dude to let you get another purse. <laughs> and dudes, it's a great way for when your lady goes out of the house, just snag some of them and get rid of them. We'll take them. <laughs> all right, it's we need to get out of here. Yes, and uh, it's that time where we say, "Bon voyage." You're listening to Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM. KUBU. Where you can be you. The voice of Sacramento. Now here's Bless the Fall 